You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, wig. Hackers, welcome to my podcast, and you're tuning in. So we have a special guest today. It is another, an amazing wig maker. Everyone, please give a warm round of applause. I, I don't know if you can hear them, but everyone, Shay is here. Woo, woo, woo. Oh my gosh. So we met on Facebook, first and foremost. I just wanted to jump in there. And- no, wait. I'm sorry. Wait. We met on Clubhouse, remember? Get out of my... <laughs> ah! What? Yeah, we met on Clubhouse. Remember, that's how, that's how we got connected on Facebook. Oh, my... See? Look it. I think I'm being <laughs> smart over here. Oh, my... It's okay. Goodness. It's okay. Club... Clubhouse has really changed the game for a lot of people. Yeah, I know. You know, and then fell off the earth. Ugh. But you know, <laughs> sorry, Clubhouse. Um, but okay. So, um, give us a little intro about you. Tell tell the people listening what what do you do? How did you start? Give me your give me your your spiel. Well, I'll start from the beginning. My name is Lachey Trio, guys. Hi. So I'm 30 years old now. I started making wigs in 2015. So it's probably like seven, about seven years ago. Um, I actually got into making wigs from um, at the time. Uh, I was in school full time. So I was doing something totally different. I was in school for software development, something totally different, computer um, electronics, computer engineering. Um, and uh, y- y'all know, like, going to school, you need money, different things like that. So I actually, I couldn't pay for my daycare one day. And I was trying to figure out how I needed to pay for my daycare. I had started making ways for myself because I was pregnant at the time. Um, I was also working 40, I was, I'm sorry, I was working 60 hours a week. I also was going to school full time. So I was trying to figure out what I needed to do. My hair was super, super long, about 16 inches long. I had to do my hair every day. I didn't have time for that. So I started making wigs for myself. So um, one of my family members told me probably like uh, a month before I actually needed the money that I could start selling the wigs. So once I started selling, uh, I'm sorry, once I needed money for daycare, I, I, I went home crying and I was trying to figure out what I need to do with the money. Now, at the time I had purchased enough hair to make three wigs I had only made two for myself and I remember I had mud I had I had a closure and three bundles left so I made that wig and I sold that wig in less than two hours of me posting on Facebook so I've been making wigs ever since 
boom. Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, that's how it works. That's yeah. How it works. So, okay. So then what, what was the most difficult part of wig making that you've come in, into? Trying to make wigs on a sewing machine, that was probably the hardest thing to do, specifically because, you know, when it comes to making a wig, it has to be rounded out. And when you're using a sewing machine, if you're not using the industrial sewing machine, um, the, you have to make sure that, it's, that it remains flat. You have to make sure that it doesn't bulk up. You have to make sure that it doesn't stretch out. Um, it can be a lot of different type of difficulties that come with making uh, wigs on a sewing machine. It probably took me about a good six months to master that. And now it only takes me two weeks to teach it. Boo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay, so we can jump there. So now you teach. Yeah. So how how was that transition? Because that is also a whole different world from just you know mm-hmm. whipping out a wig to you know then like oh seeing where they are and where their brain is at and what yes. <laughs> so why I, why did you start teaching? I actually started teaching by accident. Um, I wanted to I. I I wanted to expand my platform. So I went to YouTube for a little while. I'm still on YouTube. I just haven't um I just haven't done a lot on YouTube in within the last year or so. But when I first got on YouTube, I just started putting up like small tutorials and I was so scared and so terrified that you will only see my hands. Like if you go back to a lot of my old videos, you only saw my hands. You I would not show my face, anything. Yeah. So I said, okay, hey, I had a lot of people coming to find me. They was like, I found you on YouTube. So I was like, wow, they found me on YouTube. I need to really start putting my face out there. And I was getting in my comments. I'm sorry. People were in my comments were like, we want to see your face. Can yeah. we get to know you a little bit better? Um, we want to know your personality. So I just went from there, from YouTube. And then people started contacting me from YouTube and was like, hey, can I get a one-on-one class with you? So that's pretty much how the teaching started. And that was about two and a half years ago. Mm. So oh. probably, actually three years ago. It was a year before the pandemic. Okay, so let's take you way, way back. How yeah. did you start with hair? How did I start with hair? Yeah. <laughs> I was 14 when I started um, actually doing my own hair. And I started doing like my little cousin's hair. I Honestly, um, my mom, when she used to do my hair, I used to hate the style she used to put in there. She used to put like, I didn't know what they were called at the time, but my mom would braid my hair all the way up and then put like three bantu knots in my head. So I would have one in the middle two on the sides and I would get picked on at school for it so um I would take my hair down and do my hair before I uh <laughs> I would redo my hair before I went back home that day I was still getting in trouble because my mom knew I was planning my hair <laughs> so that was my experience of planning my hair um when it came to like styling and curl cu- uh, coloring I, once I hit like 14 15 16 I just went crazy with the color the styling everything I, when I was 16 I probably colored my hair about six times in one year so mm-hmm. and I, I learned a lot with that. <laughs> oh my um so what is one misconception of wigs that the world has What's one misconception of wigs that the world has? Um, mm, very deep, very deep. That's a, <laughs> a deep question. That's tough. Um, what's one misconception that people have? Um, I know when I first started, I'll say this one first. Um, well, I'll say this one. Uh, a lot of people think that wigs were like for like grandmas. I'll say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
when I first started making wigs, people were looking at me like, you're making wigs? And a lot of people be like, no, don't do that. You're going to waste your money. Don't invest in that, anything. But once I started making the wigs and they saw how um, how modern they were, a lot of people were more accepting of that. Okay. Okay. So how many wigs do you own personally? Me? Personally? Right now, I only I only own five. Oh. No. Yeah. So I only have five. Um, had I not, honestly, because something that I, I like to do. So once a year, I'll do like a wig auction where I'll sell new uh, wigs. And then I'll also sell gently used wigs. So just the wigs that I only wore one time. Um, I'll sell those within an auction. So normally I'll have, by the end of each year, I normally have anywhere between 10 to 30 weeks for myself. So I'll sell them off to other people that want them because a lot of people will contact me asking for those weeks specifically. Uh, do you have like the normals that you make? Like, or is it like, how how customized do you get? You know? Um, I, I pretty much do everything but ventilate. So... That's the only thing I don't really dive and dab in. Now, if I have to reventilate someone's wig that that they have already um, purchased from me, then I will do that. Let's say you know have like a little ball spot mm-hmm. or something, or it's the hairline is coming back. I'll redo that, but actually doing it from scratch, I actually have not. Um, I don't buy the wig to be honest. Uh-huh. I prefer to just buy the bundles, the closures, and the fronts on there, and put it together from scratch that way. I don't, I do not blame you <laughs> at all. Um, so now um, I don't know your prices, so we can, you know, but what would you say the difference is between like a $250 wig and a $5,000 wig? Um, Obviously it's always going to be density. Um, a $250 wig is going to be very thin. A $5,000 wig is going to be very thin thick and uh luxurious looking um i feel as though more times than not the 250 dollar wig is not going to look as um it's not going to have that glamour look that shine Mm -hmm. that razzle dazzle the five thousand dollar wig is going to be like bam it's going to be in your face every turn it's going to be super shiny it's not going to be dull anything um they also maintain a whole lot better um the dollar wig is going to shed Obviously, the $5,000 wig is going to be at least close to 99%, if not 100% secure. Yeah. Oh, I see. Look at you. I just give out all of the answers. Um, so, so you do have this huge Facebook following. How did that happen? Uh, by accident. <laughs> <laughs> it happened by accident, um, to be honest. Um, I literally, I went to sleep one day and I think I went to sleep one day and I had 500 followers. I woke up the next morning. I had 3000 followers. Um, so when I got to 3000 followers, I was able to back then, this was a few years ago. So back then, this is when Facebook only, they were giving out monetization status to people who had a thousand followers or more. So now it's 10,000. But you had to have 1,000. Um, and then they were giving out milestones to be able to grow. So by them, uh, you can go to like Facebook University and they'll give you different tips and things to help you grow your page. But sometimes, a lot of the time, it's, it's just when I put out really dope content, I'll have like thousands and thousands of people that'll follow me at once. Mm. But it was literally by accident. Because <laughs> I see now you have like posting reels as a big thing, you mm-hmm. know? And 
I, I'm not going to lie. I jumped on the train with you when you when you yelled. I listened. So I did post and it is they're they're doing the things they are pushing them them out. So yeah. I mean, so how long have you been in the the Facebook group world then? You know what I mean? Like, how long have you been in that? Because for 75,000 people in your group, mm-hmm. you know, that that's a that's a big undertaking. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's, it's close to 50,000. I can't wait to 75,000, though. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of so is this is for me. Thank hey. you. Um, but that was to be honest my first wig that i saw was from a person from a facebook group so that's when i learned that the more you post your work into those groups that's how you also get people to follow you on your actual business page as well so i'm i've always been very heavy in those groups from day one like the day that i started making money in them was i was just like bam um and then i noticed a lot of other groups had a whole lot of other different rules that i just didn't really like or mess with so that was when i made the choice to start growing my own group the way that i was able to grow it um to the numbers that they are right now to almost fifty thousand. um i actually i have a team which uh they also do their own part so i have about Right now, I have about 25 other wig makers that help me with the group. They also, I allow them to post their work as much as they want for 24 hours, 24-7. Um, and they just do their part with bringing in people as well. So I understood very early that I couldn't do it all by myself. Oh, because it's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you balance? You know, because um, <laughs> <laughs> like what is, what what keeps you balanced? How do you get that like? Um. Uh, <laughs> to be honest I'm, I'm not even gonna lie to you I, I don't know I really honestly don't um I, I'm a very impulsive person not on a bad way but when I want to do something business-wise I just jump on it so I think that and I'm very determined as well so I'm going to see something through um the immediate time I have, I'm, <laughs> I'm mixing words up. Immediately when I have an idea in my brain, I'm automatically, if I don't start it within the next hour, I'm going to start it within the next 24 to 48 hours. Um, so once I hop on the idea, I most definitely, I'm going to be determined. I think um, I have a kind of toxic determination. Like <laughs> no matter how bad things get, I just cannot give up. I cannot stop. It. I will literally be crying and then get up like, I can do this. I can do this. It's, <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> uh, what was your, the number, not the, the price. What is the number of the most wigs you've sold in a month? In a month? Yeah, why not? I, your biggest month. So, and one, oh, I had a sale last year. I had a blog sale last year in February. I sold 200 wigs that, that uh, last year. Yeah. It was dope. Yeah. <laughs> It oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um, so for new wig makers out there, because you know there are different, everyone has their own way, you know, there's no right way to do anything. What would you suggest to someone listening that is new, just you know, doing the, the content dives as we all do, be it YouTube University podcasts, you know, education? What would be some what would be your top three tips to give them? Top three tips, yeah. Um stay determined do not listen to anyone um unless they're giving you sound advice um let's say under the wing of a of sort, sort of a mentor and number three um think outside of the box do do find out things study your competition 
um, figure out things that they are not doing yet and where you can make your own lane. If you can figure out what people are not doing yet, um, you can get thousands and thousands of people to gravitate to you for just that one specific thing that you're good at. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you've been plowing through these questions. Um, what was what was the aha moment that you like? Like you have to do it full time. Like, what was that talk in your head? Because I know a lot of people that come over to the the wig world, you know, and I know a lot of people listening are, were in your shoes, you know, where they have a full-time job and they're like going strong, going hard, but then they had to make the commitment to switch. What was um, I, my commitment? Yes, I do. Um, I had received my paycheck. I, my last job that I had was in 2018. I worked for the post office. I was a clerk at the post office. Um, I was making $22 an hour at that job. When my, my payout for my website and my direct deposit from the, um, the post office hit the exact same time, my payout from my website was double my paycheck from my post office job and I had noticed that my next payout was going to be double that again so that's when I was like um I need to quit (laughs) (laughs) specifically because like uh working in the post office a lot of people don't know it's kind of like working in the plant so uh this is a very demanding job uh they were they throw hours at you just like crazy so I was working probably like uh 14 16 hours a day I could not do that anymore because I had an overwhelming amount of orders Wow. So mentally, what did you go through? Was it a struggle? Was it like a like a back and forth? Or was it like a nah, see you later? Um, no, it was a nah, see you later. I'm I'm a very um straightforward person. Once I get an idea in my head, I'm stuck on it. Like right. so you were like, bye. You can't put in a two weeks notice with government jobs. I had to put in a six week notice. So I'm like, oh, it's six weeks. I'll see you guys later. Like <laughs> six weeks. Crickets. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Okay. Um where else? Where else can we go? Um, what was your hardest wig you ever made? Hardest wig I ever made. Huh. Um, uh, they're all hard if you ask me. <laughs> to be honest, um, I feel like they're all equally hard. Um, just because sometimes, uh, sometimes formulas can you can mess up the formula sometimes by accident. Um, unfortunately, um, then you have to go in and correct things. The best thing about being a colorist is knowing how to correct things. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. I'll say that any wig that I have to color is sometimes almost the hardest wig. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so you have some courses that are out. Mm-hmm. Why don't you you tell tell the people, tell my wig hackers all about them? What <laughs> where are you what are you teaching? When are you teaching? Give them give them the full rundown. So I my very first class that I created is called the Wig Print One. And that's when I teach, I basically teach the business side. Um of the wig industry now with that you can learn i teach you how to set up your LLC, everything um from the legal side your ein um trademark copyright this is also going to take you through what type of vendors to work with um it's a lot of information packed in there i can't think of it off top but it's 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 really really dope um 
and you can be done with that class within about 30 to 45 days, which is really, really dope. So it's basically everything that I wish I had in a startup package to get me running that I had to figure out for about three years, mm-hmm. put into a package where you can do in, like I said, 30 to 45 days. The part two to that class is my wig print cheat sheet. So that's where I teach you how to, how to make the money, how to double the sales. That's where I teach you uh, where to pull your customers from, how to keep your customers, retain your customers. Um, see, I know a lot more about that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, as well as that, that one is jam packed with a lot of different things too so anything that you could think so like how you do with your your wig hacks i did like with the little cheat sheet with the how to make money hacks i put in there and how to get customers in and how to build uh your client base your followers different things like that because obviously we all know that um you know followers are where the point is at that's the pre those are going to be the people that are going to be shopping with you um i also have online classes with making wigs coloring wigs i'm also trying to start up in my other class where i'm trying to teach people how to uh make money doing reels so i'm trying to teach that right now as well so yeah, a lot. It's a lot. To be honest, just the reels one, just from your your one talk, I think you did like an hour and a half talk I watched and you just went in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I know, uh, I was feeling away. I'm like, I guess I should press pause and start my reels. Like, <laughs> so keep doing it. Oh my gosh, where can people find you? Let's let's give them all your um, all your deeds. So any any uh any handle at Lachey Trio. Anything. Um, except for on TikTok. On TikTok is Pip Daddy Shay. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Hey guys, so thank you so much for coming on to my podcast. I am so happy we could chit chat and Gab, we have to do Mm -hmm. it again. You know, we should probably make this a regular thing. So I I agree. All right, everybody, make sure you check out Shay so you can find her anywhere that she is. Her stuff will be in the description below. And then until next time, bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.